This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard Fixed Indemnity Insurance Plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello, good evening, welcome. This is 100% LCFC, your favourite Leicester City podcast. Pleasure to have you along. My name's Owen Palmerekin, I'm your presenter today. And we've got another jam-packed show coming up for you here, 100% LCFC. What is coming up in today's show then? Well, we are going to be going over the Manchester United game, of course. We're also going to really focus on the Crystal Palace match of the weekend. Of course, that is a six-pointer now for Leicester City. And we are going to focus on all the ins and outs of the transfer window for Leicester City this evening. Of course, we do record on a Monday. And Monday was when the transfer window shut, if you're listening in later on in the week. And then we're also going to tell you about where you can hear the rest of the 100% OCFC team throughout this week. As well as some exciting news about the podcast. Oh yes. That's opening up on today's show. So it's a massive, massive pleasure to have you along. We'll be here for the next 15 minutes or so. So let's first turn our attention to Manchester United. Of course, it was a very sort of poor performance from our boys and one we haven't really come to expect in the past few weeks. But uh, like, like, like we say, it was, uh, it was one of those games where Leicester City have got to learn as to why they lost at Manchester United. I think it was fairly simple. I was at the game reporting, of course, for Hermitage FM, your local station in northwest Leicestershire. We'll get on to a little bit about that a little later on. Um, but yeah, I was there I was there for Hermitage FM reporting live from Old Trafford, and now that was a dream come true. Um, but it was... It, it was a game that Leicester City never really looked like they were getting going to get out of the blocks. Manchester United didn't really have to get out of sort of second or third gear um, to dispatch the Foxes in, in a 3-1 victory. But 
the thing is, though, Leicester City looked very, very comfortable for the majority of the first half. You know, it, it was just that mere 15 minutes um, that really gave Leicester City some, uh, well, a very, very, very steep hill to climb in the second half. And unfortunately, they couldn't quite do it when it came to uh, it came to climbing that hill. But we would like to go over the goals here at 100% LCFC. Yes, of course, I feel personally that the Robin Van Persie goal, the goal that started off um, that mere 15 minutes, was offside. Although it was it was fairly tight, it definitely was offside. The linesman got that one wrong, I'm afraid. And as for the second goal, Andy King and Danny Drinkwater, you know, just get rid of it. You know, in, when you're in that sort of area, you, we, we, weren't, we were not very clinical with our passing and our ball retention wasn't the greatest when we got it. Manchester United, I do give credit, they played very well uh, when it came to sort of, you know, sort of getting to get, keeping the ball and, uh, and making Leicester City run for it. I was looking in the, at the stats in the paper the next morning. All of Leicester City's players ran a lot further than the Manchester United players in their respective positions and it's not really a surprise, is it? Manchester United, of course, are a very good team and with 120-odd million pounds on the bench. It was always going to be a tough game for the Foxes, but like I said, the defensive display in the first half up until that goal was very, very good. Wes Morgan, especially Martin Wazilewski, he was absolutely outstanding for me on the day. He played very, very well, cut out pretty much everything that Angel Di Maria, Falcao and, uh, and co sort of threw at him, really. He, he was a brick wall. And the third goal, well, hmm... What can we say about Wes Morgan? Very, very unlucky for to, to get an own goal. I mean, he's been he's been one of the uh, sort of players who was going to throw himself in front of everything, and he, he did throw himself in front of that uh, to get the header away, but not quite this time, Wes. Like we said, Leicester City need to move on, and they have an absolutely huge and very very crucial game coming up on Saturday of course they are playing Crystal Palace at home and they need to get six points it is a huge game and uh, with without doubt it's one of those games that Leicester City desperately need to do well in because if they don't then you could really see them sort of not not escaping this relegation of course there, there is a lot of points to play for there is a long way to go but with the, with the, the sort of run of fixtures that the Blues have got coming up in the next few weeks you look at uh, you look at Manchester City away Arsenal away all those sort of teams you know Everton away they're, they're all going to be very very tough games and Leicester City needs to be needs to be picking up as many points as possible and you don't really expect to pick up points against that though those top top teams so it is always unfortunate when you can't quite uh, pick up the points against the teams that are in and around you. Of course, Crystal Palace not exactly struggling, um, but they are very, very beatable. Of course, they are slightly rejuvenated under new manager Alan Pardew, um, but I'm sure Nigel Pearson will be hoping uh, that he can get one over. Of course, they did beat the Foxes all the way back in September, I believe. And what game was that after as well? That was after the Manchester United fixture. You won't put a 5-3 uh, victory in this, would you? 
but that is all coming up this Saturday of course I'll be there for Hermitage FM Sport 99.2 FM in northwest Leicestershire of course so make sure you do tune in uh, with Al on Saturday and uh, you might hear me at the game however if you are at the game then please come and do say hello. I'd love to come and speak to you. I'll be walking around with a, uh, a red microphone outside the ground before kickoff with a nice Hermitage FM logo on it. So if you do see anything, then please, like I said, come and say hello. I'd love to speak to you. But who would you play on Saturday then against Crystal Palace? It's a must-win game for the Foxes, of course. And who, first of all, who would you start in goal? Is it Ben Hamer or is it Mark Schwarzer? I'm not sure myself. I think I'd probably go with Hamer, Mark Schwarzer. Had a, had a, had a, not not a mayor at uh, New, uh, Newcastle, uh, not a mayor at Manchester United. Um, but it was definitely a performance that I think he'll try to put to bed pretty quickly. I think he should have uh, especially done better with the uh, second goal, the Falcao goal. I think it was one of those that he should have really sort of, I don't know, he should have parried it further to his left-hand side because he basically put it right in the middle for Falcao to jump onto. And when you've got a striker and a defender going for a ball in that sort of area, there's only one winner that really. And uh, that's because the striker can see the goal. He's more hungry for it, of course. I was always taught that as a kid. Anyway, personally, I would go for Ben Hamer in goal. I would start with the same bat line. I'd start with Danny Simpson, Wes Morgan, Martin Wozaleski, and Richie Delat, of course. I think uh, he played very well, in, uh, in especially at left-back against Liverpool on the opening day of this year. I thought he, he played very well there, and uh, I think he, he's sort of deserving his place at left-back at the moment. I would then go for a holding midfield two in a 4-2-3-1 of Esteban Cambiasso and Matty James, of course. I think Matty James has been playing absolutely brilliantly for Leicester City this season and he deserves uh, uh, to come back into the side after he's sending off against Aston Villa. I would then play in front of him a th- well a, a three sort of more advanced midfield players of Jeff Schlupp on the left hand side, David Nugent down the middle, and Mark Albrighton on the right. I would then go for the tried and tested and uh, very successful Leonardo Ruggiero up top actually. I think that definitely is the way to go for Foxes this weekend. Especially Mark Albrighton, when he came on against Manchester United, he did very, very well indeed. And of course, he set up that uh, that consolation goal for Martin Wozalewski. I was very pleased to see Wozalewski get his first goal for the Foxes. He's one of those players that you just cannot help but love. I absolutely adore the man. And especially his elbows. I mean, there is rumours, actually, that he has got those insured. But now looking on into the transfer window, of course, it hasn't been the most successful transfer window as far 
for Leicester City. Of course, um, when we are recording, we are in the middle of the night sort of transfer deadline. Um, and uh, yeah, it's going to be a another fan sort of packed night. Uh, you know, I mean, transfer deadline day is always something that is highly regarded as a sort of a bank holiday for football fans, isn't it? And with Jim White on Sky Sports News, with whichever whichever lady is accompanying him, it's always a good laugh as well. But as far, when we are recording, Leicester City have made one signing, and that is Robert Hooth. He has signed from Stoke City on a loan deal until the end of the season. I understand from our sources here at 100% LCFC that if the Foxes do stay up, there is a view to a permanent transfer, but that is only if the Foxes do stay up. Brought to you here first, of course, on 100% LCFC. We do have our contacts. But many Leicester City fans are, of course, uh, crying out for a left-back to come into the club. And I have to say I do agree with them. I think a left-back is definitely what Leicester City need at the moment. I mean, I like Richie Dillat playing there. don't really have a problem with him playing there, but it's always nice to have a sort of a left-footer there, isn't it? Because... You know, you want a left-footer playing at left-back. So, yes, we will bring you an exclusive, a very exclusive, very special episode of the 100% LCFC podcast tomorrow night. Yes, it's 100% LCFC Extra. And that will round up all the transfers should they happen this evening. And sort of say everything that we didn't get to mention in the podcast tonight. Although we do have a a limited time here at 100% LCFC. We would like to bring you a lot more content. So if that was what you'd like to see, then please do get in contact with us. Owenparmaratkin at gmail.com is my email address. You can also tweet me at OPA underscore radio. Or you can also uh, go to the 100% LCFC pod, uh, podcast website and give us a uh, give us a little message on the message board there. We'll get it right here in the studios. So that will be coming tomorrow night if there are any more transfers tonight that we didn't get to mention here on the show. The first ever 100% LCSC Extra. I'm also very, very pleased to announce that we will be having a new feel and sound to the show next week. You might think we have quite a digital sort of lineup here at 100% LCFC, but by next week, fingers crossed, we'll have an even more digital lineup for you. Would you like that? Well, let us know because it's definitely happening next week. We will be getting a new format to the show, and not only that, we'll be getting a new feel and sound to the show. So that's looked that's to look forward to next week. Can't get really get my words out. I'm that excited.
And so where can you hear the rest of the 100% LCFC team this weekend then? Well, uh, across this week, you can also hear me on Wednesday Drive Time on 99.2 Hermitage FM. Uh, with uh, I'll have a band in as well. Blood Sugar are entering the studios in Memorial Square, everyone. course we've had jersey bud on in weeks gone by and blood sugar uh, entering the studio so it's a big pleasure to have you along on friday then john sinclair and alan young will be in the studio at Co- uh, in, in colville at 99.2 hermitage fm as they bring you friday drive time with music and sport and everything that goes on there yes john sinclair is back in the studio this week So that's to look forward to as well. Of course, I will be at the King Power Stadium reporting live for Hermitage FM Sports for Crystal Palace uh, as they travel to Leicester City to play at the King Power Stadium in what is a six-pointer for the Foxes, of course. And you can also you can also go to YouTube, of course. You can go to our 100% LCFC YouTube channel, LeicesterFanTV.com, if you want to go to the website. where our chief editor, Phil Holloway, will be uploading videos this week, maybe. So that's always good to look forward to, I guess. But that is all we've got time for now on 100% LCFC. Been a massive pleasure to have you along. If you like anything you hear or want to hear us do something maybe slightly differently, get in contact with us, owenpalmerakin at gmail.com. On the email, of course, you can also tweet me at OPA underscore radio or go to the 100% LCFC website, leicesterfantv.com. Fill out the little contact box and we'll get it right here in the studios at 100% LCFC. I remember that that new feel to the show will be here next week. Oh, it's very, very, very exciting. So make sure you do tune in. And if you do see me wandering around the King Power Stadium with a, with a red microphone, then do come and say hello. We'd, I, it's always good to meet listeners of your shows. But that's all from us here at 100% LCFC. And we will be back next Monday, of course. And remember, foxes never quit. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. 
Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.